Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm with your host, Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. Um, quick about my background, I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, um, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score in the CPA exam, as well as was runner up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated. Done lots of startup work as well. Um, and love um, teaching all of our community. We have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our Dope CFO program. Welcome from Dope CFO. I'm going live this morning to talk about petty or not so petty cash. Um, you know, we've heard about petty cash for years and many businesses where whatever kind of business you have, there's usually petty cash laying around that maybe someone has 500 bucks in a drawer and they've got to use it to pay for lunch or whatever it is and how we how we account for that um i think out before cannabis we mainly had i'm trying to think of some other businesses maybe even restaurants or what that might have a lot more cash than that or fast food um casinos was obviously the biggie they deal with lots and lots of cash and not only cash chips that are very valuable um, cannabis is is most similar, I think, to the casinos because they have lots and lots of cash. They also have um, small things like cannabis that you can shove in your pockets. That, that would be kind of like the chips in a casino. Um, so we've got to be watching very, very closely. Most dispensaries you're going to find have, I mean, they're required actually by law to have very good um controls in place for especially around security you got lots of cameras so first and foremost around theft you want to have um good deterrence in place if people it's been proven that opportunity triangle if people think oh they're not doing this they're not counting my cash drawer they're not doing this that if there's opportunity there some people will steal whether it's cannabis or the cash so you just got to have very good controls about it one of the primary internal controls in all of accounting and any business is segregation of duties. And so we always, always, always want anyone who has, has custody or access to the physical assets to have absolutely zero access of any kind to the books. We got to keep an iron wall between those two. So in the cannabis dispensary, that could be the manager of the store. It could be bud tenders, whoever. We do not want to ever let those people be touching the books. What they can do is touch the cash and count the cash. And so in a dispensary, we are going to have daily counts by tills, by whoever a bud tender comes in in the morning and they're going to get their own till and there's $400 in it. And at the end of the day, they're going to have to account for that. And so those are going to come in and out. Then maybe we have a supervisor level that does counts and recounts as that signing off on that bud tender's till when they come in so we can say, okay, wow, you lost $4 today. We don't know where it goes. Maybe you gave someone too much change or whatever. Um, and they'll note that if there's and why. And then, of course, you build up data over time. So if if Joe 
we notice that his till is short every um, every third day by ten bucks. We're going to start to wonder, huh? Is he is he or she doing something? So first off, if if people know, wow, supervisors, we're doing double counts, triple counts. Um, we've got cameras on me. Um, we've got the POS system tracking cash sales. We got all these controls in place. Hopefully, that's going to limit the the amount of errors you have. But um, somewhere on site whether you have you've got to have some and so in some you know i can think of other jobs where yeah maybe petty cash was 500 bucks and it was literally in someone's drawer and maybe it's the owner he's got the drawer oh you need 50 bucks for lunch here take a 50 and bring me back the receipt or whatever that that's going to be in dispensaries when we can have hundreds of thousands of dollars we're either going to have a big giant safe of some kind i've seen even dispensaries in old um, including a former client here in in bend um, buying bank locations that have huge faults and so you can you know you'll be surprised it doesn't take a lot of room to store 50 80 grand of cash so a lot of companies will have a safe and maybe only the owner and maybe the top level manager have access to the safe and then smaller amounts will be taken out and broken up you keep breaking it up into smaller amounts until you get down to that till level and so maybe every shift you're going to do counts and supervisor counts of a bud tender's shift and and then maybe once a day the manager is going to count all the different super collecting those till, tills that are basically sales but maybe the supervisor is taking out fifty dollars um for lunch or whatever it is or go go buy supplies and so we want to make sure if money's taken out of that big main safe that fifty dollars is taken out what's going to eat for fifty dollars so if you go to home depot and it's exactly 50 bucks the safe goes down 50 in cash but it goes up 50 in expenses so at the end of the day if you started out with 10 grand in that safe and at the end of the day there's only nine grand that's going to be reconciled out to the expenses you got plus or minus any sales and so we will um Make sure I'm not missing any questions here. So daily at dispensaries, and so in our program we have a what's called a dispensary cash control template. It's done daily. So we're going to do lots of checks and double checks of counts. We're going to tie in sales to the POS system. We're going to tie all expenses back to actual receipts, and that's all going to be done by these bud tenders, supervisors, and managers that have no access to the accounting system, and so. The and then when the accountant comes in, you you're going to be able to double check. Okay, here's what we should have. So you see the books and records. We started the day with ten grand in cash. We had five grand in sales, so that knocks us up to fifteen. And we spent five hundred, so we should have fourteen thousand five hundred at the end of the day. You've got that that number in the books. Um, but maybe when they count it, they say, we don't have 14,500, we got 14,400. 100 bucks is gone. So that's going to be the variance for the day. Uh, maybe, oh, Sally still had that left over from lunch. She forgot to put it back in the safe. Maybe we can go find it. If we can't find it, it's a variance where we're going to record it. And as we track this day in and day out, the variances usually will decrease because we'll start to figure out why is this wrong? Where did we go wrong? We made a mistake. Is there a control missing or whatever? And so we want to make darn sure that you've got um, 
so first of all, on the all these counts and daily counts and all and the revenues coming in, that's going to tie to the POS. That's going to be very tightly controlled. Um, where we need to think about on the petty cash side is more expenses. So in most cases for accounting, we want people to use the company credit card or a check for a bill. If they really need something that they want to pay cash for, we'll see a lot of times in, in, in dispensaries, the farmer brings over four pounds a pot and they want to just say, here's eight grand in cash. They can unload some of that cash. So just, we want to make darn sure we have have an expense limit. So if someone's spending over a thousand bucks, the top level manager and or the owner are giving approval. We want to make sure that we have definitely support for every last expense. And uh, we might want to make sure we have someone super dependable to oversee and manage the cash. Um, and not, this person does not be an accountant at all. We, do, we definitely don't want the accountant doing that role because they're going to be in the books. And we want to make sure they're doing this daily. So, um, by the way, we're going to give, um, or we've already put in here, our cannabis accounting cleanup system as well. Does anyone have any questions around or comments around how you all handle cash? It is a big deal. So what... So on the books itself, so you're going to have, and I, I got to a client, one client, he had 20 different general ledger numbers for every till, every single till, every safe. You don't need to have that. I want to have one number for cash at that building. And maybe, so say there's three buildings, maybe I'm going to have cash in building one on the general ledger, cash in building two, cash in building three, if there's three different dispensaries, but just one grand total of cash that we're going to tie out every day from top to bottom. Now, there are people are like, how do I reconcile that? It's not a checking account. How can you do accounting? You do accounting, that safe is just like a Wells Fargo. So maybe you have a Wells Fargo or a Chase bank account also. You have that account, you're going to reconcile that account every month, and Wells Fargo has their own safe, and they're protecting your client's money over there. But the safe at the store is just like, instead of Wells Fargo, it's your company safe. Same deal. We can reconcile that cash account every month. If we're doing it daily, the end of the month, reconciliation will be super simple to do. <coughs> so let me think. Um Avanesh, are there any alternative banks for cannabis companies who are not open up a bank account? Yes, there are many. So there, um, if you Google um, cannabis um, options, so most states have an option. So for example, in, in Oregon, we have MAPS Credit Union. In Oklahoma, I think they have Fidelity and a couple others. Um, so most states have some kind of banking solution that is banking cannabis. Let me just look what cannabis banks um, so I'll, I'll I'll try to find some more info on this last time I googled this about eight percent of US financial institutions did offer some form of banking that's going to um, improve over this year you know we may see cannabis descheduled if the safe banking act passed act passes which i think there's a good chance of we may have a lot of banking coming on board and not just banking it'd be great to see 
PayPal, Stripe, Square, get off off their bandwagon and allow this. It's nuts. And we're, we're legal in all these states. I think we're up to 16 recreational states now and maybe over 40 medical states. Things are changing quickly. Just in the last couple of weeks, we've seen Virginia and New York pass. So things are really, states are not waiting around for the feds, even though the feds are moving. So we can see that as well. Stephen, can we cover expense receipt? Yeah, so yeah, there are tons of expense receipt apps. And so make sure your employees, there is nothing easier. HubDoc, um, Receipt, Expensify, just Google expense apps or on your phone. Basically, they will, many of them will take a picture. Many of them will even smart code right into the system, go directly to the accountant as well. And so, yeah, make sure your your um, people have those apps and are using them. We want a receipt um, immediately. And I tell people, my clients, like if you're, and there's many places like Home Depot, for example, that will just send you the receipt electronic wherever you want immediately. So, and if not, say you're at Subway, plop them, you don't even have to, you're checking out, you're paying with your thing. She says, do you want a receipt or he, get a receipt, plop it down the counter, shoot the thing, send it to where it goes before you even walk away from the cash register. It literally takes five seconds. So there's no excuse for it in this day and age for people not having um, good receipts and records for these cash. Now that said, if you're using a company card and not, not the cash, that's even better. But if you're using cash, get that receipt right there um, and make darn sure if whoever, and, and don't let, you don't want 10 different people taking money to go buy things. Try to have it be one person or two person um, and you'll get better as well. Inventory management solutions. Yeah, the best inventory management solution is our program, Dope CFO. We have the correct tools to do cost accounting. There is no inventory software solution that you're going to be able to do um, cannabis accounting and cost accounting correctly for farming, for processing, for product manufacture, and all the different tools and, and knowledge we need. That said, if you're in processing or making, say, gummy bears, you might need a, a solution like Fishbowl or whatever that's a non-cannabis solution to um, get that as well. But right now, if you're in cannabis, you're going to be using an accounting system. Most are going to be using something like Accounting Suite, QuickBooks, or Xero. You're going to be using a POS system. If you're a dispensary, it's one of hundreds. You're going to be using a seed-to-sale system like Metric or MJ Freeway or Biotrack. They're all horrible in my opinion, but we're stuck with them anyway. And so you need a toolbox of tools to do the correct cost accounting um, outside of that. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. I think I hit all the questions. Um, if you want to learn more about our program, Dope CFO, come to our website. You can find me here on Facebook or be at dopecfo.com. I'm typing that in as well. Um, so you'll see my email. Um, but anyway, yeah, we have the the tools, the training, the education, the marketing system, the community. We have pretty much every last thing to run a good cannabis or CBD firm. Um, if you're sitting on the fence, don't be that person two, three years from now that says, wow, I wish I got into cannabis accounting two to three years ago. Um, do it now. It's 
will if you're an accountant bookkeeper cpa you will see a birth of a niche like this one time in your lifetime that's my prediction and it's happening right now so um we're having many people have great success and so let us know if you want want to learn more thanks everyone for joining thanks for listening for more information on our program what we're all about make sure you go over and visit us at dopecfo.com for more tips, industry news, um, updates, you can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We have a Dope CFO Facebook group where I also host Facebook Lives every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, we bring a wealth of knowledge about the cannabis and hemp CBD industries to these lives. Uh, make sure you come with questions as well because every live ends with a Q&A and usually we have a giveaway as well. Um, this Facebook group is also full of marketers, attorneys, other accountants, bookkeepers who can support you and answer your questions. Um, and also you may want to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and finally, don't forget to be dope.